coming to you direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room of the best cigar shop east of just west of this very location. It's the Cigar Hacks, better known as a bunch of hacks, talking cigars, etc. On our panel of hacks today, we have Maddie the Magnificent. Yeah. 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 All right. Woo. Nick the Nasty. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back, baby. I'm back. Yes. Special name for sure. Special repeat guest host, Nurse Rick. Nurse Rick, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And promoted from the peanut gallery, it's the comic relief of Chris. Hey. Hey. Say hi. Uh, there we go. There we go. Oh, and of course, your humble announcer producer, Cigar Hack Dave. Our segments include the Hidden Herf Blind Cigar Review, current events in the cigar world, local smoke, which is the happenings at nearby establishments. Then we've got uh, the local spotlight, Cigar Lounge Review. we got a special one tonight. Nurse Rick is going to do a report. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's reporting. Conspiracy Corner, where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth, along with the Hidden Herf Reveal and the Hidden Herf Recap. You can find us all over the internet in the usual places, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on our website, CigarHacks.com. Okay, time to lose the music. Yeehaw. We have a special Hidden Herf today. Here we go. From our special guest host, Nurse Rick, brought us a special Hidden Herf. So this is the first one that I don't know what it is. Wow. Let's find yeah, out. So. No, no, Dave. This is not the first one that you don't know what it is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> there have been several that you, <laughs> as we came to find out, you don't know what they are. <laughs> hey, you got a point there. <laughs> oh, God. Let's put it this way. This is the first set I didn't put the wrappers on. <laughs> All, right, All right. That's fair. That's I'll, fair. There you go. I'll drink okay. to that. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Who's got a foot smell? I do. That's nice. Hmm. Relatively smooth wrapper here. Not too too. Smell any corn chips here, Maddie? No, I smell um like rays of sunlight. (laughs) Yeah, I do. It's fragrant. I do. I smell rays of sunlight. Very floral, earthy. I got earthy. Yeah. Look at that floral bouquet. Very earthy. That's what I got. This takes me back to a time in my childhood when I was outside and it was a sunny afternoon and um, my mom used to play. the Don Henley CDs a lot. And so the Don Henley's The End of the Innocence was playing on the stereo. And I was out in the backyard. I was probably like, I don't know, six or seven years old. We got a picture of it. I had this little sword I was playing with. And as I smell the cigar, I can smell that sunlight and I can feel the Don Henley. It's taking you right back. back to his inside of me. So. You know, smell is one of those things that can invoke memories. It just did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The thing that... In- when um, the thing that always gets me is when I cut my grass, that fresh cut grass smell always brings me back to playing football, pop one football on a fresh cut grass field, which most of the fields in this area now are, are all AstroTurf. But back in the day, they used to be grass fields. So every time I cut my grass, I always remember that. I always smell the fresh cut grass and I always remember playing pop one football or high school football. I don't smell anything because I have allergies for the next three hours. <laughs> oh, boy. Benadryl takes care of that smell. <laughs> My allergies are going crazy. crazy. <laughs> That's terrible allergies. Oh, God. I'm getting planters dry roasted nuts. They're roasted nuts. Nice. <laughs> That's what I got a box in my hand. Well, 
I guess we can. Uh, what do we got on the? Oh, cold, cold draw, draw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or or a dry? Huh? Oh, uh, uh, Ricky already lit his. So hmm. Got mine. The cold draw. Cold draw is giving me. Um, yeah. Hmm. I guess I would get. You know, I'm I'm gonna kind of uh, I'm gonna go a little bit Nick's direction on the cold draw. I feel like it's giving me a, a grassy, natural hay, you yes. know, type of yeah. type of flavor on the earthy? cold draw. Earthy, yeah, maybe. earthy would be a good earthy. Way to put it. I'd say earthy on it, and we are also. I would say, I I can't say it would be a Churchill size, a Lancero, Lancero ish, Lancero ish. A Gordo Lancero. It's a Lancero Gordo. It's a Lancero Gordo. Yes. That's what it would be. Because it's not quite as skinny as a Lancero. It's probably fatter than a Lancero, but skinnier than a Churchill. Yeah, but the no, same size as a Lancero. Gentlemen, yeah, no, it's not shit. It's a Lancero. Okay. Yeah. It's like a 40. Don't tell us, Rick. I won't. But anyways, oh, thank you. Geez. So, um... Yes, Lancero looks like a Connecticut or uh, some sort of um, uh, it's sun-grown, maybe. It's not. It, it's not all the way of a Connecticut, but it's like a nice middle ground. Uh, nice hmm. middle ground there. Are you talking about the cold draw? No, I'm talking about the wrapper. Oh, you're talking about the wrapper. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I'm 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 leaps and bounds ahead. I'm I know you are. Already. I'm just so let me go back to, to recap. the wrapper. Wrapper. Um, it, it's a if it's a Connecticut, it's a dark Connecticut. That's what I'm saying. I'd say uh, it's a sun grown. Yeah. Looks like a sun grown. I don't know that it's sun grown though. Uh, it's too light to be a sun grown, but yeah, it's too dark like to be a Connecticut. Weird thing. Don't say anything, Ricky. Please don't say anything. I know you want to. Actually, actually yes. You know, I'm looking at this and I'm saying. It's not a lot of oil. In fact, I don't see any oil. True. It doesn't look oil. It's not an so oily no wrapper. Oil. All right. So we got that. the The cap is is beautiful. It's um. It's a pigtail, I, isn't it? I think it's well. Yeah, I think we cut that part off though already. Yeah. Because I'm so far in the future, and I think that this is a triple cap. It looks, it looks like. like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very very well constructed on this faux lancero. Yes. Lancerfo. Nice. <laughs> nice, Dave. That was well executed. Uh-huh. Your comedic so, um, interludes you know are we, well you know, received. What we didn't do is explain what the hidden herf is here. The, the bands on these cigars are covered up, so we don't exactly know what we're smoking yet. And we'll tear them off halfway through the show. And then we'll yeah, know that's all we is. need to say, Dave. Everybody knows us now. They do. We're nationwide. Well, yeah, that's right. We I, know, I know what we're smoking. The numbers have shown that we are nationwide. I know exactly what we're smoking. And um, I will put everybody knows hundred dollars on that that you don't. I know exactly what we're smoking. Cigar. We are, but I know yeah. what wow. I know what it, <laughs> I know what it is. I won't say anything yet, but Can't I know wait. what it is. There's only, I've only tasted this once, and I know exactly what it is. All right. All right. Let's see what uh, we'll peanut gallery Chris has to say on the cigar. Peanut uh, gallery. Hey. Hey. Wait a minute. I get promoted. <laughs> no, no, you're in the same position you've always been. Don't, don't, don't do that. Okay. No. Did you, did you guys like everybody lit up? Yep, we're all lit. So I think it's a sun-grown wrapper myself. Uh, what was your first draw? What was it like? It's got some pepper on it. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what it is. No, I know exactly don't. what it is. I guarantee you. All right. Don't. Okay, but. 
I got some I, on it. I got some pepper, maybe some leather. Um, I think Nick's dialed in here. I think he's dialed in. Smooth, creamy smoke. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so what you can do is just write down what you think it is. Definitely not. I I, I got a memory. Dave. No, no, but then, then, <laughs> then after he tells us what it is, you can say, see? This I is got how it. we prove to the world yeah, that's right. that we know there things. Just write it on there. Because yeah, at some point, okay. they're going to want to expect us to know things. Just, right? yeah. You can't just cruise through on, and then don't on show fake us stuff is, all the time. Right? And fold the corner over so we can't Even see though that's what right. we do. Not that I could read it from here. I know. Yeah. We have no talent. So, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're the hacks. What uh, What do you think of the cigar? I don't think we it's, checked it's in. It's nice and smooth, actually. It I, is very smooth. Yeah, yeah it is nice. <clears throat> this, this is a good cigar. Thank you. It's You're very welcome. It's a smoothie. You're very welcome. Nice. Okay, so, uh, oh, you know what? Let's speaking entertain of, the masses. Speaking of hidden hearth, um, I was cruising through the... Uh, Cigar Press Top 100. Yeah. And I came across number 28 is the Rocky Patel that we smoked last time. Wow. It's number 28 out of 100 in their list. Uh, the Rocky Patel. Oh, yeah. That was uh, Cameroon. No, it's a Cameroon. It's a Sun Grow Lancero. No, it's it the Cameroon, isn't it? No. The one no, we no, smoked no, is a sun no, no, Oh, the, the Maddie and I smoked. Oh. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, you weren't just, on that episode. No, I wasn't on the episode. Mm hmm. You're talking about the other. I'm talking about the top 25 Rocky. No, all right. This is a not a top press. 20. Sorry. Top I apologize. 100. I jumped the gun on this one, guys. Anyway, so we lucked out on that one because that was a fabulous cigar. That was awesome. <clears throat> what yeah, was it was again? Good. Rocky Patel uh, Sun Grown Lancero. Excellent. Ooh. Excellent. Maduro. Is that the Maduro? Maduro? Maduro. Maduro? Reserve. Yeah. Uh, was that the red and white? Band? I don't yes, know. Yes, yes, yes. I have a picture of it. I can show you later. But. All right. No, well, I look at them every day. So yeah. That whole episode was basically just Dave and I railing against technology. So. Oh, yeah. It was Ooh. a blast. That was, yeah. that was, and we just time. happened to smoke was, a Rocky was, Lancero on it. Was it was it better than their <laughs> decade? Huh? Lancero decade? was it better mm. than their decade? I don't know. I don't know. I've never smoked it, so I can't, I can't say it. It was a home run, I'm going to say. You should try. You should try one. I will. <clears throat> You're very good. Okay, so uh, let's uh, move out of the herf thing here. Let's go to Scar Hacks update segment one. So we have a little news going on here. We had two cigar. Uh, what do we say? Giants. Cigar yeah. giants. A couple of giants I in think the cigar so. world. Yes. Yeah, so you would have to say cigar giants this yes. month. Yeah. The past. Hmm? Are you talking about the people that died? The two. Yeah, two gentlemen. Oh, just yes, yeah, away. definitely giants. Absolutely. Following, a, you had, of course, you had Amado Fuentes last August, a year ago, August. Yes. And this December, just a couple of weeks ago, Jose Padron uh, passed on the 5th, and Gilbert um, Oliva Sr. on the 16th. So, Gilberto. Gil, Gilberto, oh, yeah, correct. Gilberto. Gilberto, yeah. Oliva Sr. So all those Oliva G's and whatnot. The V's, yeah. The V's yeah. and all that good stuff. Well, he has the, the Gilberto uh, Reserve that's out, which came out, I believe, last year. Never heard of it. Okay. Um, there you go. So um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it came out last year, earlier this year. I think it full well, right? The, the Gilberto Reserve. So they have they have that one specifically. And then the Master Blend. You know the Master Blend, right? Mm-hmm. 
they have that. So very good cigar. The Master Blend is very good. I yet to have a Gilberto Reserve yet. Okay, so uh, that's the three. Yeah, three the top big ones three in, guys, uh, man. In the uh, you know, you were saying top three. It was t- yeah. So the which is crazy because uh, in Cigar Aficionado, um, the top twenty-five, the top three are a Fuente, Padron, and Oliva. Those are the top three. Yeah, so now there's a conspiracy theory for you. That that's something that you could probably yeah. They probably picked them before these guys passed because they just. But uh, passed, like, you, we you never know. We Dave, never know. Were you breaking into the Twilight Zone theme song? It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were. For conspiracy, you're looking for the X Files. X Files. Just bun na 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 na. Okay. Nice. All right. Nice. Thank you. And we'll Thank have you. to get that on the old uh, special effects machine once we get one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send us money. Mm-hmm. Hey, Nick, that peppery taste is uh, fading. It, well, it's... Um, I didn't get any pepper. I still kind of got it, but it's... Um, it's being... It's it's now... It's it's not apparent. It's not as apparent, so it's kind of... It's subtle. So it's there. It, but it's it's smoothing out. But I know I I know what this is. I know what this is. I've smoked this before. Okay. Once. Yep. We're, we're, we're not in that segment anymore. No, we are not. No. So, no we're, well, well we we're not at even at the reveal. So. No, not even. Okay. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Let's go. Yeah. yeah. So in, in current, current events uh, or uh, things happening in local establishments here, we had last time we had the Hammer and Sickle Party here at the – oh. Here we are again, halfway into the first half. We haven't even said where here is. Yeah. Would you like to do it this time? East, just west. East, just west of this. Where, where are we? We are in the very famous, famous Plastow Cigar. Famous is strong. Yeah. Famous. <laughs> an outstanding. Nationwide. I, I, am, I am biased, but an outstanding place. Nationwide. Nationwide. There you go. Okay, so we had the hammer and sickle Christmas party here a couple of weeks back. Fact. And uh, the vast majority of the folks who are sitting here were there. Yes. Anybody, anybody got any stories? Or are we just going to... The, the shrimp went over very well. Yeah, the shrimp, shrimp was, was delicious. <laughs> the shrimp was good? <laughs> it's good shrimps. Good shrimps. Did Eric bring the shrimp? No, Rick no, did. I brought oh. the shrimps the shrimp all the time. Six pounds. Six pounds of shrimp? It all went. Six pounds of shrimp with all the jumbo shrimp below the mediums. Wow. Right. And um, it went in about three hours. It's gone. Wow. And there was, there was two batches. Wow, that's awesome. But I will say yes. it was probably one of the most festive parties. I mean, everybody was having a really good time. That's awesome. It, it really was nice. We saw a lot of faces came into this place. Well, that thousand dollar raffle prize. Was, oh, that was... drove that drives people in. <laughs> that definitely drives yeah. them in, man. I have to say, all the regulars were here. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a good time. It was very nice. It was a good time. So I got another little thing here. We we've now acquired the. Cigar Hacks burner phone. Oh, we did? Yeah. We got a burner phone? We got a burner? The show has a burner phone? We have a burner phone. Actually, burner phone. Yeah. All right. And what do we do with this burner phone? What is it? Yes. <laughs> there it is. And why would it, Why do we have this? <laughs> yeah. Why, what, are we taking live calls on the air right no, now? No, no, we're definitely not doing that right now. <laughs> so why but, do we have a burner why phone? Why do we have a burner phone? Well, uh, <laughs> this has to do with trying to set up. 
burner phone. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what are it we, is. Are we going to be committing okay. illegal uh, actions no. later? No, no, it's, no, like, no. It's, a, it's a flip phone. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a literal, it's a burner phone. It is. I've All right, so why do we have it? Before. Right, why so do we I'm, have it? I'm going to tell you why we have it. I went to register a Skype account so that we could have people calling on Skype. Yeah. And they require you to, to have a phone number to put on the thing. It's like I went to register. Really? For, yeah. you got to create a Microsoft account, and it's saying you can use your email address or a phone number. And I said, okay, I'll use an email address. And I'll just use the Cigar Hacks email address. And then you fill that in, and it says, nope, now you need a phone number. It's like, well, I said either or, but it's requiring both. You know, if so you would have no I would have gave you my account. No, there's <laughs> no way... <laughs> I wouldn't I'm, give you my account. There's no care. way I'm giving Microsoft my phone number. <laughs> Microsoft has everything of mine, yeah, so I would have um, just gave you my no, Skype account. Okay. Burner phone. Skype account. Burner phone. Skype account. Cool. So have, there's something to be phone. said about that. Right. That's now, cool. the other thing you needed a phone number for was on Facebook, in order to verify your account, yeah. you, you, the only way to do it was a, is with a mobile phone number. Because they got to send oh, you, really? a, they've got to send you an uh, SMS text. Oh, and it's got to be a real phone that can receive text. Yes, can't be a, no, not a one machine. Of these, not one of these. You know, you sign up on the internet for one of these. You know, get a phone number and get texts on the website oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I tried that, didn't work. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So we, we have one of those too. <laughs> yeah. And so me, I said, this, "Excuse me, is this the phone number for Cigar X? Yeah. Could yeah. you send my Nick home? I need my uh, porch shoveled." <laughs> nice. And so uh, there was no way I was good. given. Uh, you just like my grandmother. No way I was given Facebook my phone number either. And so I said, "I'm going to go get myself a burner phone that you don't have to register." And so you walk yeah. into a store and you buy one of these babies for twenty bucks, and you buy twenty bucks worth of service, and you put it on there, and you got a phone number. Presto. What do you do when after the twenty bucks is up? Huh? You throw the phone away. You get, a you, you get, a, you get another. Um, you get another twenty. You get another twenty bucks worth of time for another three months. Not bad. But I don't need it again. Gee, Maybe. I should have got that for yeah. my daughter instead yeah. of. Uh, He's gonna uh, burn it. An iPhone X. <laughs> a six hundred dollar phone. Yeah. <laughs> it cost me forty bucks to get a phone with three months of service and you know. Few zillion texts on it, and away we go. So we we have uh, now got the cigar hacks uh, fully Facebooked, registered, and uh, it's got the Skype thing going on, and so we can uh, have folks call in to Skype when we nice do this, so they don't actually have to come here, you know, like Eric. When, like, when I told him we we're going to do this on Skype, he said, good, I don't have to come. <laughs> <laughs> He'll still come. He lives he down the street. Yes. <laughs> he lives pretty close by. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the other thing that uh, having Skype is going to help us with is I haven't clued you guys in to, uh, to this yet. I was down to my, uh, my sister's over the holidays, and my brother-in-law has been signed up to be the Rhode Island Cigar Hack reporter. Oh, so really? We have a field reporter? We, we have, have a one? field, field reporter. Another right. field reporter? Well, Mike got fired. Who's yeah, Mike? One, Mike Wick. Oh, the last episode was fired. Uh, Rocco. <laughs> so now apparently we have a new field reporter. Well, this is the Rhode Island field reporter. This is Rhode, Rhode Island Mike. Oh, excellent. That's Rhode awesome. Island Mike. All right. So, why, was the, Mike, why was Mike fired? Well. Why was Rocco fired? His name is Rocco. It's not Mike. Because of fake news. He was. <laughs> yeah, because of fake news. We're not CNN, Chris. He was spouting fake news fake and we news. fired him. <laughs> the way it should be. That's right. <laughs> it's frowned upon. 
upon yeah. in this establishment. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, yeah, Maddie fired me too. But <laughs> you, you were also fired. But then you were rehired. Yeah, I was brought back from the dead. <laughs> you were brought back. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so Rhode Island Mike will be uh, doing some correspondence for us for the for the Rhode Island area because there's plenty of lounges down that way, and he's a lot closer. Yeah. So uh, he's a cigar hack too. He'll fit right in. Beautiful. He'd be perfect, and uh, he will fit right in with the conspiracy world, too. You guys can just go at it. He's just perfect for this. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. All right, so that's enough for the uh, Cigar Hacks update. Yeah. Awesome. Let's go for current events in the cigar world here and local smoke. So uh, Federal uh, Cigar has now got their online store going. Oh, excellent. It's Good up. for them. It's up. We had reported that they were threatening to do it. And oh, they they've been threatening, did huh? it. Yeah. Oh, well, excellent. Plus, in the fall, they had, you know, store coming soon kind of stuff on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they said they were going to do it around the beginning of the year, and they have done it. Nice. Nice. Good for them. So, good yeah. For them. So, they're now listed on our site under the local online retailers. Oh, that's great. And uh, there we go. And speaking of Federal Cigar, they're having a New Year's Eve party over there. Oh, which, are they? Which, which, course, by, which, by the way... Yeah. One of this group will be there for a very short time. Uh, I'm assuming uh, it's you. Yeah, my wife and I and some friends, we're headed to Portsmouth. Heading to Portsmouth. And uh, he's a member up there. Oh, excellent. And you going to the New Year's Eve thing? Uh, he said, let's go in for my drink. And my wife said, are you crazy? I'm not going to a cigar store. i got to wait to see what's going to happen. But it's a bar. But so, we are headed there. But but wait, there's more. It's the get floored. F-L-O-R. Oh, God. I'm guessing it has to do with uh, LFD. It is the LFD event. And guess who will be there? Connie. Jonathan Carney will be there from La Flor Dominga. Oh. Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jonathan. And they'll be opening the the largest bottle of, how do you pronounce this? Vuv Clique. Verve Clique. Clique. No. Champagne. Verve Clicquot. It's good yes. stuff. So they have, they have the largest good bottle. Stuff. Is it champagne? In, yes. Yes. New Hampshire. Whatever that means. Never, I, never thought jo- that. I never thought Connie was a champagne drinker. Nah, he well, he, like he's champagne. just peddling cigars and they're just going to drink champagne oh, around. All right. well, I guess maybe so. it's the bit largest bottle in New Hampshire. Maybe he'll be swimming in it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Connie's big, a big boy. One of them big champagne. Uh, Connie's a big boy. Swimming pools, you know? Nice. What else we got? And we got uh, the winner of the Cigar Authority Cigar of the Year Ooh. is the Aladino from uh, JRE, which is a Royal. Really? Yeah, that was their winner. Oh, they revealed it this, nice. this afternoon at their podcast. Wow. You, you know something? I This Euroa, is that how you say it? Yeah, Euroa. Euroa. I, I think I have one of these back there. You think? I think. No, I know you got one because you got one when you went to the, yes. the cigar. Yes, I do have there. one back there. Yeah, <laughs> and I think you gave it to your brother because he said he you gave it to him. You might have. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because yeah. he asked me how to pronounce Aroa. So right. Okay. So uh, that's uh, that one there. Uh, Half Wheel has a really kind of cool thing on their uh, website. They have a not only the news section, they also have a legislation area where it's just legislation news. They do, yeah. And they have some cool things in there. And one of them is the FDA plans to reevaluate premium cigar regulations in 2018. So we'll see what happens there. No promises, but at least there's uh, some inkling of relief. Hell yeah, absolutely. In that area. Good. I'm pro that. I think everybody in the premium land is pro that. Yes. You Can I bring something? up something about legislation? Go right ahead. We're talking about legislation. We're good. So um, 
when I do my segment a little later, um, I met a member of the CRA, and I wondered if all of you are members of the CRA, which is the Cigar Rights of America. I am not. There's actually three associations, aren't there? Well, for this association, um, it's $35 a year to join. Yep. It's the only consumer-driven organization committed to protecting your rights to enjoy a premium cigar. Yeah. Um, they have a, a great website. You know, they're four tenants of the CRA, just to throw this out there. Opposing restricting smoking uh, ban, kind of like opposing cigar taxation, learning about cigar government rules and yep. fighting, and supporting policy measures for cigars. Yeah. And I think they have like 75,000 members, but... That's awesome. It's awesome. You know, something that's out there. Speaking of legislature... Did you guys hear that certain states, um, sorry, certain cities in Massachusetts are going to be raising the smoking age from 18 to 21? Well, that's funny you should mention that because really? if you look at the yeah. notes for uh, the next episode, which you don't have in your hand, but oh, I've, got the, I've actually got that in here. Well, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, for episode eight, and we'll yeah, be talking a little bit more on that. that. But that yes, really? they, are raising, yeah, they are raising the smoking age from Massachusetts and some of the cities. I'm pretty sure it's going to, after probably halfway but through the year next like year. But isn't that statewide? No. So, no. It's, so it's, they're going to, from what I've read, it, it's going to start as just the city or the town is just going to start doing it but i guarantee you halfway through next year it's going to be statewide i guarantee it's going to be statewide which is republic of cambridge yeah right really oh yeah hell yeah is that smoking of everything everything cigars cigarettes pipe tobacco everything tobacco products everything tobacco yep they're going to raise it which is unreal that's unreal yep so it's going from 18 to 21 Yep. That's what, yeah. That will there, the still, cigarette industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, um, I know a lot of places in California now are out, outlawing smoking in different state parks and stuff like that and different park areas. They're outlawing it, which is, it's crazy. It's absolutely it crazy. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, man. They do that in Boston now. Wow. They well, do like, that in yeah, Boston now. Yeah, I know. You, you, you can't, can't smoke in a lot of public places. Well, in the, in the garden. Right. And in the park itself, and then all the green area on Com right. Ave, you can't you can't smoke in, which I think is absolutely crazy. Because if it's a nice summer day and you just kind of want to, you know, just sit on a bench and have a you know smoke a cigar and enjoy the day, you can't even do that anymore. Which is well, they're absolutely probably also insane. concerned what you do with them. You know, they they probably don't want butts all over the place. Well, I understand. Garden. I understand. Yeah, it's a beautiful garden. I understand that. You're kind of taking freedoms away from people at that point. You know what I mean? True. Very true. It's kind this of messed is, up. This, I think this is Supreme Court stuff. I think so, too. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens there. To the courts. Yeah. To, the courts. To, the courts. to the courts. To the courts. So is anybody getting down to the paper yet? This was a, lo- this was a long cigar, so it takes a little longer. If you want to do... Oh, we want, if we want to find yeah. out if Nick got it right or not, or what? Well, mm-hmm. I want to put... Uh, is there an actual bet? Let's I don't. Clarify, I don't. Let's Nick, the Nick, look, look. I don't. I don't do money bets without uh, without my wife's consent. Well, it's cold outside. <laughs> we always have Nick do something in the cold. Well, I'm going <laughs> to do the polar bear plunge uh, Monday morning. So. Are, you? Are you? Yeah, in Salt Lake. Do you know I used to do that for about ten years? I used to uh, swim with a polar bear. Well, there were two of us, and then there was a group of us at Plum Island. I did it for ten years, and the very last time 
I jumped in the water. It was minus two degrees below zero. Mm. I think it took an hour and a half for my thighs to thaw out. <laughs> and I said to my wife, because, you know, let's face it, fellas, I'm portly. I figured I'm going to have a heart attack. And that was the last time I jumped in. Wow. So who are you doing this with? Uh, my wife's family. Really? Are they Everybody, all? Everybody's invited. Anybody that wants to come. But and you're we... going to go under the water? Yeah, we've been doing it for the last five years. That's beautiful. It's awesome. If you are wrong, you're going under twice, okay? That's what you'll do. Well, considering that the water temperature is going to be warmer than the then atmosphere, the, yeah. Yeah. I'll probably be standing in there for a few. Good I'll luck. Tell because... I'll tell my wife to pull up right on the Sorry. beach, <laughs> and then I'll just jump right in. Eric, I, when I get out of the water. <laughs> there you go. Your head will be frozen. I remember yeah. those days. <laughs> All right, so speaking of Rick's uh, cold thighs, you guys want to hear a funny joke? I would love to. For the cold weather? Please. Does it, does it involve my thighs? No, not your thighs. Okay. So a guy's out shoveling snow, right? He comes in, and his hands are freezing. So he goes to his wife and says, my hands are cold. My hands are cold. So she goes, all right. She goes, come over here. I'll hike up my skirt. You can put your hands in between my legs. So he puts them <laughs> nice. in there, and he's warming them up, and he's going, oh, this is great. Oh, this is awesome. This is nice and warm, right? So a few hours later, he's back out shoveling, and he comes back in. He goes, hey, he says, my hands are cold. So she goes, okay, come on back over. So he puts his hands in there, and he's warming them up, and, oh, this is great. <laughs> and she goes, you know, she goes, I just have one question. He goes, what? He goes, don't your ears ever get cold? <laughs> That's great, <laughs> Maddie. Do you get it? <laughs> Nasty Nick. I do. Hits it again. Good. Oh, <laughs> don't worry. Don't don't worry, Maddie. Your time's coming up here. I don't have times. Oh, I just okay. I live in the moment. Okay. Do you live in the moment? Yeah. Okay, let's do a little okay. reveal here. New episode. All, All right. right. Wait, oh, wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> Nick, welcome, you... welcome hey, to the Cigar you... Hacks podcast. Well, we're going to play a little music while we do the review. I am Cigar Nick, God Dave. Nick, what do you think this is? Right. I'm going to take my wrapper off now. Good, I want to hear this. Got... I want to oh. say it's a Cuban. It is not. No shit. It is not a Cuban. But is it an Opus? It is not. Ooh. All right. Those, are the, it, those did, are the two things that I thought Did you think it was a PJ? Did I think it was a what? PJ from Opus. A PJ? <laughs> a pussy juice from oh, Opus. Oh, shit. Oh, nice. I should have guessed this. Oh, it's a grotto. I should have guessed this. One. Dude, this is a grotto? This is a grotto. And I'm going to I'm going to tell you about the cigar. Wow. All right. I know there's wow. a good story about this, it. You better this, get it right. This is a this is a, a What? Great cigar. I was All right. I, so, wow. I, I'm going to introduce this cigar. This this cigar is from a gentleman. His name is Paul Joyle. J-O-Y-A-L. He's out of the state of Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe his company is Ocean State Cigar. It is. Um, this is a Paul Joyle J. Grotto Silk Lancero. The wrapper is Ecuadorian mm. Connecticut. The binder, uh. and it's a double binder, is called Criolo, or Criolo 98 Criolo. Indonesian. Criolo. Whoa. And the filler is called Honduran Trohe Nicaraguan Jalapa. Yes. That's uh, where I got the pepper from. It's a very complex Lancero. Wow. It's it's flagrant. Fragrant. It has a flagrant. Uh, flagrant. It's, it's flagrant. a flagrant cigar. <laughs> uh, it's fragrant. Bouquet-ish. Yeah. Um, I think the first time I smoked this... The taste changed three or four different times, and I was like, "What is this? 
This is phenomenal. It's not a full-bodied uh, cigar. No, not at all. It's a mild to medium. Yeah. Great cigar. Wow. And I was completely blown apart because the other day, Christmas for my father-in-law, I got Havana Club, which is yep. the Cuban rum. I got a bottle of that and four Toros of Cohibas, right, and a pack. And I smoked one with my father-in-law, and I had some Havana Club. Yep. And this almost – that's why I was like, oh, my God, man, this has got to be a Cuban because it tasted almost exactly alike. I was like, wow, this is yeah. unbelievable. And then now that I've seen that it was a Grotto, it's just unbelievable because you can get these at any, almost any store. These are very, very good. Very good cigar. Very good cigar. Um, wow. The Reverend over here is smoking the uh, Maduro blend of the cigar. Is he? What do you think they have? The Reverend Harvey. I think Harvey. it's a very good cigar. It's, it's, uh, it has a nice taste to it. It's smooth. It's not that strong. And you can sense that there's, you know, you can sense the different aspects of it. And it's, it's good. I, I like it. I, I, nice. Oh my God! Yeah, so these are. This is a good cigar, man. This is good, but it's a Lancero, so it is a Lancero, and for which I have a. a Lanceros are just. I think they're the best of the bunch, in my opinion. Taste wise, yeah. So definitely, I think so. Definitely, Dave, you were going to say something? <laughs> yes. Please. Yes. Yes. Please. So funny that this is a Jay Grotto, and I said I should have known. Because <clears throat> I just had some of these in my hand a few hours ago. Did you really? <laughs> Not the Lancero, but the uh, the uh, the Toro. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I I got a stack of these from Rhode <clears throat> Island Mike when I was down in Rhode oh, Island. Yes, oh, he nice. gave me a bunch and, of these in this exact same thing, and I'm saying this color looks familiar, and it's because I was just holding some. <laughs> and this hours and, ago. and this cigar, it's called the Silk. Really? Absolutely. What? Phenomenal! It is a great smoke. It is. A, I definitely smoke this again. I recommend anybody that's listening, head down to your nearest shop, check out um, check out the walk-in and see if you have any uh, Jay Grottos in there, and or if you want to take a ride down to Rhode Island, why not go yeah. visit the man himself? Well, we are nationwide, so yeah. yeah, we are nationwide, so it could be a ride up to Rhode Island. It could be a ride over to Rhode uh, Rhode, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Rider? Rider. <clears throat> rides, roads, 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 rides, doesn't matter. The point is we're nationwide, and that's what I wanted to get out to everybody. Absolutely. Yes. We are nationwide. Yeah, granted, sure, it's 19 people over the whole nation, <laughs> but that's still nationwide. That's still we're, nationwide. Still, we're still in our infancy <laughs> right now, so it's we're still right. nationwide. Nationwide. It's, it's more so, than 19. So Maybe 20. <laughs> maybe 20. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, once so, this one drops. Yeah. It's going to be 20. You bet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's very good cigar, man. I was very – like I said, I, I had the Q, I had uh, the Cohiba Cuban and I was like, wow. I was like, this smokes almost exactly well, like it. I think that's because it, you know, it starts off with – like I also that got that pepper taste. That's why I thought – The pepper fades away and it, I think subtle, when, it's you, subtle. when you get in the middle of the cigar, you're going to taste something a little different. Well, know? the what you said about the floral notes on it, I got it halfway through the cigar – but it was just everything was just smooth. The creamy was uh, the smoke was very creamy. creamy, and it was just it's a very light <clears throat> floral. Got some earthy tones in it, which you would get from a floral cigar like this. Um, and it was just it's very very good, very good, very surprised. Oh, good! I'm glad. Very surprised. I'm very happy that uh, it was a good reveal. Matt, you like this? I do. Oh, good, good. 
I am, I am, I am really happy that it's not a Cuban because now you can anybody that's listening can go to their local shop and get them. No, I met um, Paul Joyle was actually up here. Oh, nice. Maybe like six months ago or so. Wow. And uh, Paul's a very nice guy. So he he gave a couple. um, I don't think I got this one. I got another Jay Grotto Lancero, but it wasn't this one. And that one was also fantastic. And uh, he's a great guy. Cigars are good. So. Total support yeah. for Paul Joyle. Absolutely. You know, I was smoking this. I was, which I'm going to be talking about. Um, I was smoking this up at a cigar shop up in North Conway, and I was very surprised. It has a big J on the wrapper, and I'm thinking, oh, must be the name of the place. Must be somebody. Somebody must be named John. <laughs> um, and I started to smoke it, and I was like, this is outstanding. Yeah, very good. Do you know the price point on them it, off the top of your head? I want to say eight-ish, eight, eight to nine eight, dollars. Nine bucks. For that sounds cigar. yeah, yeah. It was very reasonable. In fact, um, at the place I was at, it's their best-selling cigar again because it's a very touristy uh, environment. A lot of people walk in and they, you know, have you ever smoked a cigar? Well, I had one or two, and it's something that this place puts out and uh it's very popular nice it's a very nice tasting won't bowl you over cigar excellent i was a little afraid picking this out because why the three of you and, the, and you two also everybody smokes cigars and i'm thinking uh-oh i'm going to introduce a mild to medium cigar and they may not like this no but well I, I i definitely even though i'm i'm more keen towards a Maduro or a heavier sun-grown. Right. I like a I like a good light cigar once in a while. It kind of you know challenges my palate to kind of sure. you know not always be you know like a machine just always going to the Maduros, always that coffee, chocolatey, espresso taste. Then you're gonna you know get some other earthy tones in there too, some leather. You know what I mean? When you're always smoking heavier cigars, that's always what you're gonna get. Um, but what you know, you got to kind of mix it up so you can, you know, you can challenge your palate, and you can be like, okay, well, wow, this this is what floral tastes different. like. This yeah. is a little different, and now it makes your palate work, and you enjoy the cigar a lot more. Absolutely. Next, wow. yes. <laughs> so, yes. Wow. Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yes. So, I also met Paul a Did while you? back. Yeah, I was I stumbled into. Two guys in Seabrook. This was years ago, a couple, three years ago. Wow. He was in there doing an event with Mike uh, Ferrara. Wow. Who was here not too long ago. That was, uh, yeah, no, Mike was up here with Paul uh, when they came up. Okay. I think I think they're like longtime friends. Mike's been yeah. in the business forever. He's right. like a yeah. He's but a Mike staple. was here by himself when I was. Was Paul here earlier with him? No, it was a, a different, different day time, that they came time. in. Okay. That, it was actually that day that we set up the event that oh, you came okay. to with, right. with uh, just. Uh, Mike. So, cigar stuff, and I know things, and continue. Yeah. <laughs> so, I ran into Paul. It's a quick recap. And uh, they were doing a little event. I got a box of uh, the, they have a red box, which is the regular ones, and they have the black boxes, the reserves. Very good. It's very good stuff. They've got really nice stuff. No, I mean, Paul is one of those guys, like, I, you hear things, and I, I don't say things, but everything that I've heard about Paul is that he is just a fantastic guy. Stand-up guy. So I'd absolutely promote that guy, support him if you're in Rhode Island. Um, or if you see Jay Grotto out there in the world, definitely buy some Jay Grotto. Go to his store. Very awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Nice. Next segment? 
Next go segment. Local spotlight. Ooh. Yeah, we're gonna do. What do we, we got? We're gonna do North Conway, New Hampshire. North nice. Conway. So North Conway. Got, so. To, got to spend some days up there uh, with the wife and family, um, and visited a place called Cigar Shenanigans. Ah. Um, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about this place because I was kind of blown away. Walked into an establishment that I knew as a restaurant. It used to be, I believe, called Hillbillies. It was a very large restaurant, sort of like at the beginning of the strip up in North Conway. I met the owner. His name is Valentino Menudo, mm. along with his significant other. Her name is Penny and Penny's son, Sean. Originally, Valentino, they call him Tino, originally he was, I believe he was from the Pittsburgh area. Mm -hmm. He ended up moving to the Providence, Rhode Island area, and then he was uh, living in Attleboro. He's a retired chef. Nice. And he, and Penny actually came up with the idea about moving up north and buying a cigar store. So he, he ventured up there. They came up with a business plan. They went to a couple of different places. They went to the the other store that's in North Conway. He offered to buy it, but the owner didn't want to hear about it. So he found this restaurant that was closed, and he went to the owner with the business plan and was able to get it for a price. When you walk in, there's a humidor to the left. Not a very large humidor, but they have a great selection. They have a bar in there that's absolutely tremendous. At least we know they have Jay Grotto. They have Jay Grotto. They have everything. <laughs> they have a huge bar. I know they had at least 10 scotches, 10 bourbons, lots of rice, 12 beers on tap, lots of bottle beers. It was a wonderful, wonderful bar area. They had a sitting area with a big window. <clears throat> Then you venture onto the back to a very large room that has a fireplace in it. And there's another room, sort of like sportsy. There are TVs, there are card tables, nice. uh, beautiful leather chairs. The three of them run this store. The store is dog friendly. And a few, few things about Penny this woman knew everything about cigars. She really? was, her and her son, extremely informative. And they did something that I've never seen in a cigar store. And I really liked it. When you go to go into the humidor, there's a lock on the door. It's a code. You push a button. So immediately I'm thinking, oh, they must have problems with theft. And that's actually not what they do. Tino explained that a rep from the, you know, either himself, Penny or Sean, will go with people into the humidor. There's always somebody in that humidor to answer any question. And he mentioned that, you know, a lot of the business of this store, and the store is doing absolutely fabulous, but a lot of the business are is tourists because of it the is, ski right? mountains that are up there. Right. They are open till 1 in the morning. They open around 11, and they're open till 1 in the morning. So you get all the other people from hotels and so forth. Their bars all close early, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. They all come down. This place is also dog-friendly. A lot of the locals that have their pets can bring them into the store. In fact, I met the owner's dog. Dog's name was Remy. Remy. Um, just oh, just a beautiful, beautiful dog. What kind of dog? Oh. It's like a little husky. It, yeah, it's like it's a, a little, little husky. husky. Absolutely <laughs> adorable. <clears throat> little mini. There was also a person in there with a, a big golden lab, uh, which was really neat. 
But getting back to Penny, so I, I mentioned before that Penny is a member of the Cigar Rights of America. She also is an ambassador for a charity organization called Cigars for Warriors. Wow. This is an organization that was founded in 2012 called Operation Cigars for Warriors. It's an IRS-registered charity, mm-hmm. which I, something I found really neat was all first responders and military get a discount in this facility. Excellent. He gives a discount to all soldiers. Awesome. Um, absolutely. Which is, which is absolutely wonderful. Penny and Tino, they mentioned they've sent over a thousand cigars overseas to soldiers in combat areas. That's excellent. Which is <clears throat> awesome. This place also has bands. They bring in bands. Yeah. They're um, just extremely friendly. I really like the idea of the, cu- the customer service was impeccable, unlike anywhere I'd ever been. The customer service was great. <laughs> With the exception Fuck. of Plastow Cigar, which, wow. which also <laughs> has yes. equally impeccable shitting on Maddie's boots over. You're shitting um, on Maddie's boots over here. Did, no, 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 no. This is not CNN. Um, <laughs> that is fake news. My customer service is atrocious. Uh, I, I, I put in very little effort, believe me, and you know it just works out. So praise be to. Um, Shenanigans. Two shenanigans and yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> well, again, no he, offense taken. He's to he, he's a working bar, so because he's also a bar, he has to go and wait on his customers. You got three very large rooms. I was kind of amazed; only three people work there. Mm-hmm. This place is huge. Nice, very very nice place, and definitely you know a place to stop by if you're up there. You know, there's only two cigar places, and the other place closes very early. It, it was nice to go. I went every night I was there because, you know, the girls went to bed by 10 o'clock. And I'm left, I'm left in the ski chalet thinking, I don't want to watch TV. So I ventured out in 11 degree below zero weather yeah. and had a place to go till 1 in the morning. The cigars were fabulous. And we were able, I was able to introduce... Um, another local brand cigar that I absolutely love, and I, I promise I'm not gonna put in a, uh, I'm not gonna say anything about hammer and sickle. Of course uh, not. <laughs> well, I need some podcast juice, anyways. Right. Yes, it's sitting right there on the table. It is the hammer, the hammer and sickle, and sickle vodka, vodka is on the table. It's the podcast juice. It's our mascot. It's it is our every, mascot. It's here for every episode. The bottle sits right there, so you can plug hammer and sickle all you want. Well, That's I will right. say I brought. You know, Tino had said that Penny doesn't smoke a lot of cigars. I mean, she's extremely knowledgeable. But I did bring Tino and Penny's son, Sean, the box-pressed Berlins, which they thought were outstanding. And um, And because my humidor was left in my car overnight, sorry, fellas. That's okay. Um, no beetles in that. Nope. Nope. One of the hammers kind of fell apart, <clears throat> so I the next night I came in with another one. It was a wonderful place to visit. It's something that I mentioned come summertime. When we take the raft out, we definitely need to stop by. <laughs> So I said uh, we would all go up there. Before and after, right? Huh? Be- Enduring. Yeah. Enduring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not that far. It's if we can walk off that river. Yeah. So now I was up there this summer. A couple of other little points here. Shenanigans just opened last spring over there. Wow. Um, yeah, April 1st. 
Yeah, that was their soft opening and their grand opening was in June. In June. So they were just getting going when I was up there in July. They have Tommy Bahama accessories over yes, there. They're they one do. of the few retailers that carry the whole Tommy Bahama line. Which wow. Was neat. I got their cologne. They- no, I got their cologne. It's old school, but I got their cologne. They oh. have. Um, <laughs> I don't think they have the cologne at the cigar store. Well, I just want to, you know, I yeah. just, just want to let you know I'm with it. You know, I'm with. They, I'm. I'm hip. Yep. They have the Tommy Bahama cigar accessory line. Nice. They so. have T-shirts. You know their motto: shenanigans, cigar shenanigans. Motto: because life is better when you're up to something. <laughs> uh, they really had some neat T-shirts. <clears throat> Nice. Uh, for people, as well as just a ver- whole variety of uh, different uh, types of stuff. Dave, you must yeah. own some of those t-shirts by now. No, no, I don't have really? any of those t-shirts. Because they didn't have t-shirts when I was there. It was too early in the season well, for the t-shirts. Yeah. There's a new. They're, well, they're t-shirt, they're long sleeve, because it's freezing t-shirts. up there. Yeah. yeah. We'd have to get some wrapping t-shirts, though. You bet. We are. Yeah. I'm so, actually going to be ordering some wrapping t-shirts. We should get some T-shirts for this facility. Yeah, sure. Style cigar. Whatever you guys want to do to advertise for me, that's fine. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, that's fine. You know, I uh, even nationwide. <laughs> that's fine. Matter of fact, if you guys want to do some customer service, <laughs> yeah, hey, I mean, be anything you want to do. At one point, you know, I called. Is good. At one point, I called Eric, and uh, I said, "Boy, I'm sitting at this bar up in North Conway, and directly in front of me." Is the Akalinox. Uh, <laughs> I actually so, heard about this. Yeah, so I called Eric and I said, Eric, every person that has a glass of scotch, I'm pushing you a cigar. Oh, and man. so I was able to, uh, yeah, actually, uh, two different people bought uh, some Kalinox up there. Nice, Rick. Well, I, you know, <laughs> Rick I am the trying rep. to do my part. Rick the rep. But, yep. um, the rep. yeah, the you know, I was. Hammer rep. I, I, I was, you know, and the other thing that I did do was I introduced them to some different hammers that I had in my collection because it is my favorite cigar. Very, very nice, nice establishment. And so you didn't get over to the original Scar Bar. I drove by it a number of times, but in it was the freezing late. cold. But you were weather. driving by at ten o'clock, and they already closed by. That's then. right. Yes, because they close it. Seven or so and they during the week. Yeah, they, during the week. I, w- so. I was during the week, yeah, and they closed right. it. Uh, I say it's so right across from Original Cigar Bar is the um, Adventure Suites yes. Hotel. Yeah. So. yeah, it's kind of neat. <laughs> yeah, I actually <laughs> stayed there, and I did the um, it was the Roman Suite, right? <laughs> because I'm I'm a, like a Roman Pharisee, so I'm like, yes, I'm gonna stay <laughs> in the Roman Suite. There you go. And they had um, the the shower is very nice. They had a sauna. They had a hot tub. The theme like, rooms, right? This is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. There's like a treehouse for kids and stuff. I don't have any kids. And then I had like the master. It was like this big king size bed and had the curtains that come around. You know, like the, oh, like the yeah, Ebenezer yeah. Scrooge curtains, right? Uh, yeah. So you know, it was it was great because you you know you go in, you get you get in the sauna, you get in the hot tub, you get in the shower. They had like three heads. You did, bang in the bed, and then you're all good. And did did Rocco snore? Fantastic. Yeah, I bet he did. Rocco. I bet he did. Did Rocco snore? Rocco, <laughs> Rocco was not with me. Rocco was not with me. I was with the wife. Ah, uh, okay. That was actually her twenty-first birthday party. Really? There, yeah. You know, I drove by it and I saw it, and I thought it was like 
you know, it looks so rouge. stupid from I the did, outside. I did. I said, what is this, Potasana's <laughs> village? What, are, what is this place? And my so, wife was like, no, they're theme rooms. No, the rooms are really cool. And it's funny because we went in to get the room. And, you know, I booked it and everything in advance. But I went in and they're like, well, we need, you know, uh, driver's license and everything. So I gave them the driver's license. And <clears throat> the girl that was working the counter said, Oh my God! Your picture looks like Jonah Hill. Oh <laughs> my God! <Are> kidding me? <laughs> well, and did you punch her in the face <laughs> after that? Like, oh my God! No, Jamie. Say? Jamie was laughing her ass off on that uh-huh. one. Like, oh, you mean Jim? Rocco? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Rocco thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and, you know, but it was just it was it was crazy. It was fun, and uh, we had a good time up there. But yes. I never. It's funny because I never went to either of the cigar bars so we actually we went up to north conway for that night and then we went up and we stayed at the other hotel which is uh golden gables inn which is like right across the street right. from shenanigans right and i didn't go in because i had the wife both times was shenanigans open then shenanigans was open so yeah just recently it's just yeah no we no. went we went up there uh over the summer okay of this yeah. year okay yeah i was sitting there on my very last night which was thursday night and at about 10 o'clock at night, there was a man that was next to me, and he was smoking a cigar, and he was saying he was smoking an Oliva V. And he was saying that he's new to cigar smoking, and he only smokes Oliva V. Yeah. So Sounds I, like me when I first yeah, started. Yeah, so I was making some suggestions. I suggested, I think, Undercrown Shade, and yeah, um, talked about uh, Avo XO. These are my favorite cigars. But then I gave him a hammer, Berlin. Of course you did. I did. And I said to him, where are you from? And he said, Georgetown, Massachusetts. I started to laugh and I said, where do you buy your cigars? And he looked Uh, at me and he goes, no, he said, sometimes I go online and I always get cigars that either crack or they don't burn evenly. And I mentioned Plastow Cigar. There you go. I gave him directions. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'll see you next Friday night. There you (laughs) go. Looks like we're going to have a visitor. You know, he was listening, and the That's people funny. on the other side of me lived in Raleigh, and they said, well, where's this Plastow cigar? And I'm, oh, there man. I am, pushing Plastow. <laughs> there we go. And I said, my God. I said, this is great. That's, That's Do funny. all of my works for That's me. That's funny. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Now, I drive through Georgetown on my way here, so it's not That's that right. far. It's no, very, it's not that far. It's only 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not that far. And, uh... That's funny. We did a review of... Uh, Cigar shop in Rowley, Tobacco Shack, which is right next to the Agawam Diner. We did that like in the last episode. We classic Agawam. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not like this. Though. No, it's not. This this by it's far different. is one of the most friendly <laughs> places I've ever been. Well, Tobacco Shack's <laughs> pretty yeah, friendly too, is. but it's different than this. They're all friendly. They're all different. different from. They're this. all friendly. <laughs> so. So anyway, the original, I, I actually went to the original cigar bar. I'm like you guys who were both up there and didn't go. I was up there this summer. I actually went, wow. so I can tell you about it. All right. I did a little research, too. The original cigar bar used to be called the Village Cigar Emporium, and they changed owners Sounds and right. changed the name in the at the end of 2015. So it based – I was just going to say, it might have been Village Cigar Emporium when I first went up there. Mm-hmm. So that could have been it. That yeah. was all I was going to well, say. Well, but it's a little shake. Place right across, yeah, right no, across. it's the yes, same yes, location. Yes, 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 yes. So the new owners up at the Village Cigar turned it into the original cigar bar like two years ago, this month. Hmm. And so they've only been there a couple of years, and Shenanigans only been there for not even a whole year yet. 
Oh wow! I thought and it was so, like a like an old time turf versus a new time turf, but no, it's, apparently the, everyone's new turf. I guess so because it's new owner. It's like the Wild West up it there. It is yeah, that fits right in with <laughs> Jeez, the, uh, wow. the the Adventure Suites because they do have the Western one over the there. Adventure Suites, oh yeah. god. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to bring Ash up there. I might have to should. bring her up there. Awesome. It looks like a fun place. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. So original is a much smaller location. It's more intimate. It's a darker kind of atmosphere. Not that it's dark. I mean, there's less light. You know, it's dark wood and right, all that kind of right. stuff. And um, are there gargoyles? No gargoyles. No. <laughs> and if you don't know it's there, you'll drive right by because it, it looks like a house. Hellboy's the bouncer. And, and of course, when, <laughs> when you're driving by, of course, you're looking at Adventure Suites. I'm sorry, Dave. You, you left yourself right. open for that one. You're running right over me. <laughs> that was awful nasty. Yeah, nasty Nick, baby. Here we go. Here we go. So they have a nice little bar in the original cigar bar, and they have a nice selection of cigars in there. And they have a little outdoor patio area for in the summertime. It's really nice because you can go sit on the outside. They have an outside thing at Shenanigans too, but uh, up at Original, it's a it's a very different, very different atmosphere than Shenanigans. So it's uh, if nice. you're looking for lo- a little quieter, smaller, intimate kind of thing, the yeah, Original the, is beautiful. It's perfect. It's really nice. It's there perfect too. for you. Both places are nice. They're very different from each other. Up in um, NoCo? Up in North Conway. Ooh, okay. Well, Conway. while I was up there, I, you know, the only thing I wanted to do was go on a sleigh ride. I, I, tr- I had never been. I wanted to go on a sleigh ride. Okay, so here's my advice. Did you, did you go? When it's 10 ride? degrees below zero, I froze my ass off. Uh, uh, yeah, you would. You know, yeah, um, the horses were absolutely beautiful. Were they Clydesdales? No, they were workhorses, the other type. I'm not sure. What are they, what are they called? Stallions? Donkeys. No. Donkeys? <laughs> Donkeys either. Um, A couple of asses pulling you along? No, no. These things were huge. Yeah. Big, big draft horses. Draft horses. Draft horses. I have no idea what those look like. Oh, I got a picture here. I'll okay, you can you. show me later. Uh, absolutely. You beautiful. know what? We can post it on our Instagram that's right. There you go. We could post it on our Instagram. These suckers were big. We have a picture of a horse's ass. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's no. get a picture of Chris on there. Then. All right. So the two horses were named Bob and Fred. Wow. <laughs> were the name of the horses. Bob would have named it Zeus. Oh, that's hurtful. That's hey, Spanky, hurtful. how do you like that uh, Cuban? Yeah, it was man. it was great, man. It's great, Cuban. <laughs> well, that should so. be that should be a, a staple right there. Right. That somebody would mistake, you know, I, his I, his cigar for a Cuban. For a I Cuban, would think that absolutely. would be that would be great for him. You know, hopefully he's a listener of the show. Maybe uh, uh, that's twenty one. Would yeah. that be twenty one? Yeah, that'd be twenty one. That yeah. would be twenty one. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. we got twenty one listeners. <laughs> yeah. So, so you were saying that Valentino tried to go and buy original? Yeah. So, so I guess that would have Pat- been about the same time these other people just got in there and just yeah. bought it and whatnot. So he, he did make an offer and he had a full business plan and mm-hmm. uh, they didn't want to sell. So they he looked. It, you know? They so, just started it. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know. Cool. Everybody was friendly. Well, everybody's. Everybody's find friendly. Pretty here. much everywhere I go for cigars. You get I think. I think crowd. that's just. I think that's just. I. I find that everywhere as well. Uh, you go to any shop, 
you talk to uh, the personnel, the owners, the people, the regulars that go right. in there, even the people that are just kind of breezing through. You get that with every cigar smoker. They're extremely friendly to everybody. You know something? I'm, uh, I agree with you. You better but, agree with me. But I am going to say this. Earlier tonight, there was a gentleman who came in here. He sat down. There was Every seat was taken except for one. He was very quiet. He kind of like sat over there. And, you know, the ten of us that are here or the nine of us are here, we all know each other. And this man, no one didn't know him. Right. So I said to him, I, had a, I did have one seat that was empty. And I said, come on up and join us. Yeah. And in the end, now him and his wife are going to be coming on Friday nights. And, but but it was true. You walk in and you see a whole bunch of people talking. Yeah. And you kind of sit down with a cigar. And unless you introduce them, right. people don't know. So. I think it's important. That's well, it what is, makes absolutely. a difference here is we're very welcoming to everybody. Right. And uh, you don't see that. When I first went up there, I sat down with a whole group of people, and nobody said a word to me. Well, they're all not regulars, too, because it, it's, va- it's a vacation it, city. So. You're, right. you're right. Yeah, so right. It's different. But in, in some places, if you're – in some places, if you're – you know, if you have your, your crew of regulars in there – you know it's, what I mean? If you're kind of, if nobody kind of knows you, they kind of won't right. start, they won't, you know, go up to and go up to you and st- start talking to you or have conversations. But if you're sitting next to them, you have that one thing in common with everybody that's in a cigar shop is you're smoking cigars and having scotch or whiskey or rum or whatever you, whatever you want. So it's very easy to spark up a conversation and be friendly with everybody. And I think that's the wonderful, wonderful thing about smoking cigars is everybody has that one thing in common and then it just kind of rolls into a friendship with, you know, with everybody and then, you know, one thing leads to another. You're trading phone numbers and, you know, oh, well, wow, this is my business card. Here's your, you know, let me you're, get your business card. We'll meet here every Friday. We'll trade business. You're also educating you know I mean? people on cigars. Absolutely. I, different, you know, I, different knowledge. No matter where I go, I always say, gee, what are you smoking? And I'm not, I'm not doing that to be nosy. I'm doing that also to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how I learned about cigars. Gee, what are you smoking? Oh, maybe I'll try one of those. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely, you know, to to, um, to expand in, in cigar knowledge, you definitely want to speak to other people because another person like you, Rick, you're, you're going to have a different opinion about this cigar that we're smoking together right. than I am. And Dave's going to have a different opinion. Um, Reverend uh, Harvey over there is going to have a different opinion. Maddie the Magnificent, uh, Magnificent is going to have uh, a different – everybody's going right. to have a different opinion. So it's great to kind of, you know, swap stories or swap, you know, little things on cigars because it's going to taste different to everybody. And then when the next time you go and smoke that again, you're probably more than likely going to be, you know, getting those taste notes right. that that person said to you that day. That's right. You know what I mean? So it's it, it the spread of knowledge, the spread of – of good joy and, and cheerfulness and you Absolutely. know and all that. So it's it's a great it's a great thing, man. I love it. I love cigars. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so what do we got next, man? Wow, what do we got? Wow, what, wow. What's going on next, man? Wow. Huh? We've got uh, conspiracy. We've got, no, well, we'll get to that in a second. But I just noticed my cigar is getting down there, and and yeah, sing along. And Nick's is getting down there, and I noticed he's doing the Duffy over here. That's is that, not the Duffy; it's the, the Dudley. Dudley. That's the Dudley. 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 D
He's got a matchstick stuck into the end. And so you know it, that so it looks like a cocktail weenie. That it you're does. Smoking a cocktail weenie. Absolutely. You know, I've been to other shops and stuff like that. I've told people about this. Yeah. And they're like, they're always like burning their fingers, or they're like taking a hit and then putting it down and picking it back up, and they're, bur- you know, they're like, oh well, you know, how, you know, how do you get to the all the way to the end? And I said, well, there's two ways you can do that. You can do this way where you can take, you can take a toothpick and do it that way. Or if you don't have any toothpicks and you just have matches, what I do is take the match, burn a little bit of it, and then kind of on the the magnesium strip, is that called? On the side of the box? The striker. The striker. striker, Just kind of light the match, let it burn a little bit, and then kind of file it down to a point. And then stick it at the end of the cigar and you can still smoke it. Or if you do have a pipe in handy, or you can get an inexpensive uh, corncob pipe, you can take your cigar and put it in the pipe. And smoke the hell out of it until it's completely gone. I do have a question. Yes, sir. Is there a go-to cigar? When somebody walks in that doesn't smoke cigars regularly, is there a go-to cigar that you recommend when they tell you, well, gee, I don't really smoke cigars? It's you- Well, it's got to be a lighter one. And in, Maddie has uh, a couple of doozies in here um, as far as lighter ones go. But I, as, as soon as somebody walks in and says that they don't smoke cigars and they oh they want to try to get into cigars, I always try to recommend the Hammer and Sickle Icon. Is it still called the Icon? Trademark. Trademark Connecticut because it's extreme for the money and for the it's about quality. The mildest cigar that I know of. That's yeah, one that I go to a lot. So as far as money goes, I would say it would be the the Hammer and Sickle Trademark Connecticut. The reason being because of it's right. it is very good and the money the price point is within everybody's range, you know what they're willing to spend on a cigar for oh, just one cigar. Great price point. From that, if they're looking for a little bit more, I would have to go with the Habano Connecticut. And the reason being is because it has creamy and spicy notes in it because of the Esteli Nicaraguan tobacco that right. they use in it, barrel-aged tobacco now with the new blend this year that they came out with. And that's a Perdomo. And that's a Perdomo. Which, by the way, yes. just to throw this out, uh, Tino did tell me that Tino and Penny, I guess, go on vacation with Janine and Nick. No really? And last year they went to Nicaragua uh, together. And what was... Pretty interesting talking to Penny is she's also very, very friendly with Steve Saka's wife. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, they they were saying, oh, we go on vacation each year with uh, Janine and Nick. Oh, excellent. And so. That's, that's great. Funny. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, in, I would have to be for it, – it, it depends too. You know what I mean? Because well, you still have – you still have uh, – um, Hammer and Sickle has a very good, very light, very smooth – I can't say it's light. It is full-bodied because it is a Maduro. But it's probably one of the lightest, smoothest, full-body Maduros it's in the game. Hammer and sickle the, Maduro? Yeah. It's, it's fairly light. It is. But, but I'm just light. saying for a Maduro, usually Maduros are not n- traditionally lighter. So so one of the one of the reasons I asked this question was... Yes. Uh, am I wrong, Maddie? Yeah. yeah. Well, Can you educate me? I, mean, I, need, I need the owner of Plastile Cigar Company to educate me. <laughs> yeah, but then you have problems. <laughs> <laughs> No, the, uh, <laughs> I have a problem. Educate so, me, sir. So the different—I mean, the hammer and the with hammer and sickle. So it's—I um, believe 
there it's a um it's Dominican binder, Dominican filler and a Connecticut wrapper. Yeah. And the Maduro is the exact same thing except it's just it's aged longer. It's a Maduro wrapper. So the cigar is actually the hammer and sickle Maduro is pretty it's it's fairly mild. It is. But it has a a much different flavor. It's got a lot different flavor than, than yeah, the regular trademark. It's, it's light but full at the same time. Which I enjoy a lot. Absolutely. So, yes, as we semantic this out, and I think eventually, <laughs> as our semantics kind of like go back and forth, we'll kind of come to a consensus yes, at some point. Absolutely. Where, where this hammer and sickle Maduro that is full-bodied yet very light becomes a, a great staple. So that so it is. In people's I, oh, I totally agree. So yeah, then absolutely. back to this original it should be in everybody's portfolio. Uh, absolutely. And so back to this original question. A lot of golfers. Yeah. So I'm thinking about tourists. A lot of golfers, a lot of skiers tend to and again, this is a generalization, but just from being there, they tend to move to the infused cigars. Yes. Because that's what they know. They Naturals know the Im- and acids yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the Kuba Kuba is and- acid is is uh, I believe still the most popular cigar. That is true. So, so you know, no as the owner that. here, you know, I don't would know you anything, you to be honest? But yes, no, go ahead. no. But <laughs> you know, somebody comes in. Would you move them to an infused cigar or do? Would I move them personally? So I I typically do not steer okay. people to um, acid cigars. Well, I shouldn't just say acid, but anything infused. Right. It's just it's not what I do. It's not my thing. If somebody's looking for it, I carry it, and I I wouldn't insult anybody right. that wanted that. But for me, like if somebody's comes in and they say, "Well, I, you know, I'm kind of new to this. I don't know what's going on." I try to get them to like a mild regular cigar. Right. So I'll do a lot of the hammer and sickle trademark is a great one. The uh, Perdomo Habano Connecticut is a great one. Uh, Ashton too. Ashton, Ashton is a good if, one. If, if your price is there, it's if, a little more if you expensive. If you don't mind paying the Ashton price, absolutely. Then Ashton, the Ashton Connecticut line is a great cigar. That, the Ashton Cabinet that, also is a great cigar. Is as that well. the eight ninety eight? Or well, they 898 got... is a size of the Ashton Classic. Yes. So the Classic okay. line has... But that's very oh, mild. It's like, very it's mild. like 10... Well, that's, like it's 15. a beginner cigar. Right. Yeah. So then, it's like 15 um, cigar sizes that Ashton has. The 898, the Magistry, the Double Magnum, the Magnum, the Robusto, the Corona. Um, Churchill. Churchill. Sovereign. Yeah. The Sovereign. It's like There's like 20 different types of sizes that... Ashton has in that Connecticut line. And then my other question is, what the hell is a half whale? A half what is, whale? What the wheel? website? No, no, no. Oh, half a, wheel. A half wheel. If when, when you hear about cigars and they say it's a half wheel. My guess is... What is that? I think there's some type of thing, and this is this is how little I know about cigars, okay. so, so everyone knows. I think so... Like a research topic. I see, um, there's like these bundles. I imagine it's the way it used to come and it's like almost a bundle and it's in a circle. And so and I, I wonder if a half wheel is like a half a bundle. Yeah. That's my guess. I could be total fake news. Well, <laughs> I don't be. know. Well, no, the reason I ask <laughs> is, oh, wait, wait, I wait. wait. I know one of the opuses. Google says, before you start, Google says a half wheel. A bundle of 50 cigars. So Maddie is correct. Wow. Cigar rollers usually use ribbons to tie the cigars that produce into half wheels. These are also known as media ruids. Yeah, media is, means half in Spanish. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. 
more in glossary, and I'm mm-hmm. not going in the glossary yeah. of cigar aficionado. But that's Maddie is correct. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, look at the 50 cigars. Look, look at the brain on bread. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Back to real news. Got yeah. the knowledges. Wow. Damn. Cigar <laughs> hacks. We are no longer cigar hacks. <laughs> wow. Well, one of us isn't. The knowledge is. <laughs> well, I'm still a hack. Very limited. Very I've, limited. Given, yeah. I've given a lot of people who haven't smoked before, I've given them the Berlin Wall. Yeah, it's a great cigar. Right. Yeah. And they, were fi- you know, they, they enjoyed it. It wasn't too much. The Berlin Wall, so the Berlin Wall box press is even lighter, so yeah, that's a good one. I like the Corona. I also the AJ Fernandez New World Connecticut. Oh yeah, uh, San Latano Connecticut is also a great one from AJ. I, oh, I, 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 I got one. I got one. Twenty twelve Connecticut by uh, Oscar Valadares. Oh, unreal. That is an unreal. That smoke. thing slays it here, and I've never, I've never pushed it once, but it just you don't slays have to. It. You don't have yeah, to. That is crazy. a hell of a Connecticut. Really? I think that's that probably got to be one of the best Connecticut's out there. What Other about than, what about the leaf? The leaf by Oscar Jesus, that is it's awesome. Six sixty with a coffee in the morning yeah. is probably the best combination ever. Ever go out and get it. <laughs> go out and get it. Go right now. It's what? 10 o'clock at night? No. I'm sorry. It's 8.39 at night. Cody, <laughs> 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 I'm a little off. Right it's now, been a long day for me. I'm a little off. But go out to your nearest shop and grab one with a coffee at wow. Duncan's. Right so, we, so, we've listed, right so we've listed about 10 different cigars for right. you. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So if you're beginning to smoke, those are some good Connecticut's. All right. Time, time to reel this one in. Half reel this one. Yeah, half reel it in. Yeah, huh? yeah, well played, Dave. Yeah. Well played. Ooh. Moving on. So well played. So I noticed the, the the little trick with the lighting of the matchstick. I also have a cocktail weenie. And Chris has a cocktail weenie over here going hey, now hey, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> in your, you don't. It's a good tactic. You don't. You don't need. It's good you tactic. don't need that matchstick. With a Berlin Wall because of that copper band. It's got that. Right. Because you, it, it it has its own built-in handle. Yeah. Handle. Yeah. I so, suppose. So I I I have tried to do this before, but I never did the burn the end and sand it down thing and make a little point to go in. And yeah. I always have a problem getting the stick in there. It is. Yeah. It's and a little it bit of a problem. Great. So if you great. like, I said, if you have toothpicks, you know, a lot of uh, some people hold uh, carry toothpicks with them. If you carry toothpicks with you and you're a cigar smoker, you could do it that way. Or if you have just matches, man, just file it, file it down, and then and put it right dr- in. And if you drink enough, you're gonna think it's one of those little weenies, and, and you just you're mm-hmm. gonna take a bite. Yeah, mm-hmm. 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 Yep. yeah and then you and then you're not gonna feel too good after that. <laughs> no, no, you take no. a bite of it. Can we, yeah. can we do a cigar survivalist section? Could we get the matches here? We can come up with other things. Ah, like yeah, a little survival cigar, kit. Survival kit. Sure. Survivalist. Time, All right. Man. Yes. That's it, man. You guys ready for the next segment? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's let's keep this moving. Yeah, Conspiracy corner. Oh, I've been waiting all week for this. <laughs> Just want to let you know, Maddie. I've been waiting all week for this, dude. Uh-huh. I don't plan things. Anymore. Choice. <laughs> so. Choice. Oh, yeah, right. Maddie's flooded with things he doesn't even need to read off I, notes. My brain is so full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true and very important, uh-huh. but. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so we can either do the Northwoods thing there, the North. Well, I don't think so. Maddie really didn't know much about that. Yeah, we had uh, to, we had to explain it to him. I've heard of it. You've heard of it. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. We what have, else do you have to? We have 
You tell me what you want. You're producer Dave. You yeah, tell me what you want, and then we'll make it happen. He'll take it from there. And that's our job. That's our job here, is Dave. To, is to what? To take make it, make to it take happen? producer Dave's things and turn them into Gold. bigger things. Gold. Uh, Operation yeah. Northwoods is one choice, and the other choice would be Shakespeare was somebody else. Shakespeare was somebody else. I've heard of that one, and I just didn't give a shit. Okay, then we're not doing that one. So. <laughs> I guess we're not doing that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I heard the Shakespeare, uh, the Shakespeare Yeah, he thing. was like, you know, could have been uh, Francis Bacon, Christopher Marlowe, William Stanley, one of those dudes. Here's the thing about Shakespeare. Yeah, so like his Jackson. his plays, um, they're not that impressive, to be honest with you. Okay. So I know, I know. It's Shakespeare. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. I'm not really into Shakespeare. Yeah, they're really either, not that impressive. Once you get rid of, like, the V, thou. Do they smoke any cigars in any of those plays? I don't think so. I know, yeah, like, yeah, well, then, yeah it's just. Shakespeare on. didn't smoke? Screw. Shakespeare. Okay. I mean, Shakespeare wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. You know? Like, I'm a writer. Shakespeare was a writer. We're on <laughs> yeah. the same page. There you go. Sure. But. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you write? What do you write? Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> What kind of what kind of stuff do you write, (laughs) Macbeth? (laughs) I could write much better than Macbeth. Uh There you go. He's a little. He's our. He's our. He's our in-house Robert Frost. So either Operation Northwoods or uh, or freaking Shakespeare. Or no, no, no. Or MK Ultra. Which one would you like? (laughs) Which one would you like, Dave? I, I don't know. I don't know anything about. Either of those. You don't know anything about <clears throat> either of those? No, those are two. Are you how serious? About, how about you can do MK? I'll choose. I'll choose. You choose, guys. I'd say MK Ultra, and then you can reference Stranger Things on Netflix. But <laughs> how about that? How about that? How about that? Little doozy. All right. Me, All right. I'm just going to sit back and let listen. this happen. Yeah. Turn the mic. Turn the mics. All the mics off except, except for Maddie's. Maddie's. Yeah, just let them rail. Do let them go. <laughs> I'll be back in ten, guys. Just let them fly. So, MK Ultra was actually it was so it was a CIA uh, mind control program, and this was done in like the dates vary depending on what fake news you look at, but it was like the fifties, sixties, seventies, and it still goes on today. But they said it ended in the seventies with them. Um, with a fake congressional hearing. And so the idea was they actually, um, in World War II, it was called Operation Paperclip. And they took the Nazi scientists from Germany and they brought them over to the United States. And that was called Operation Paperclip. They did it clandestinely. And what they wanted to do was their idea was to, to – program a human being they wanted to basically make like perfect assassins whatever manchurian candidates control. mind control mind control mk is mind control which in german controls with a k so mk ultra is mind control ultra so they according to them they never actually succeeded what they did was their plan um they hypnotized people they put them on LSD and they put them on LSD for like weeks at a time, just strapped mm-hmm. down. They tortured, they raped, um, they did all sorts Sensory of terrible deprivation. things. Sensory deprivation, yeah. absolutely. They did all of this stuff. And what's sad is that a lot of people came out after this happened. So they'd like release some of these people and they'd be like, yeah, you know, the, the, the government took me and they did all these things and everyone just laughed at him and was like, oh, you're an idiot. You're retarded. You're a conspiracy theorist moron. 
Well, as it turned out, no, they weren't. That's exactly what the government did. And kind of one of the most famous like MK Ultra um, cases or alleged cases in history was Sirhan Sirhan right. who killed uh, Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah. And so <clears throat> the thing with him was they, they were in this hotel and Kennedy was given a speech and then he walks into the back room and supposedly Sirhan Sirhan – uh, kills him. They, he shoots him with a gun a couple times in the head. And Robert Kennedy dies. And they capture Sirhan right, you know, in the hotel. So surely he's the one who did it. And they go back into his room and like conveniently, all this guy has been doing is writing RFK must die, RFK must die, RFK must die in a journal for like, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks. He's just filling up pages of RFK must die for really no uh, reason whatsoever, and they arrest him, and he's like, I, I, I don't, I don't know what happened. Like, I don't, I don't remember any of this. I don't recall doing this. I don't understand anything that's going on. Much like, um, actually, with Lee Harvey Oswald, who was kind of the same way. They arrested him, and he's like, No, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. Now, Oswald was shot, you know, conveniently leaving the police department, and he was killed. But Sirhan Sirhan is, to the best of my knowledge, still in jail. Unless he's died, I believe he's still in jail. But he has professed his innocence um, to this point or at least to the point he died. He's just like, I I don't know what happened. And a lot of people believe that it comes from this, from this mind control, you know, situation. And – the way that it would work is according to the CIA, which they said it never worked and they said they stopped it, which is just bullshit. They've always wanted to do this. They'll continue to do this until they get it right if they haven't already. But <clears throat> so you take somebody, you break them down with all this assault, and drugs and everything else, and then you hypnotize them. And the idea is that they will go and a certain thing will trigger them to kill someone and then they'll – after they do it, they forget all about what they did. Clear the government. Yeah, exactly. So so a lot of this came out from in 1977 when you had the Freedom of Information Act. Mm-hmm. So this stuff all happened in the 1950s all the way to 64. Still going so, on. But yeah. Right. So in 77, <laughs> um, under the Freedom of Information Act, uh, a cache of 20,000 documents related to this project – per se, gets released to the public. It's interesting. I'm reading right here on uh, about the project. It says here, 44 American colleges or universities, mm-hmm. 15 research foundations, including pharmaceutical companies, were involved in this project. Um, and there are, as well as three prisons in the United States that were related to this project. Oh, yeah. In the United States up. and abroad. Yes. So, so the CIA. So, there's also if you if you want to like get more information, if you look at Project Mockingbird. So that was where the CIA actually bribed and owned journalists in America and abroad, 
And they would – the CIA had an unlimited budget because it's a black budget. They can do whatever they want. They can say, you know what? Here's $5 million cash. There's no accountability to the public, to the taxpayers, to the Congress, to anything. They can go ahead and they can pay this off. And the journalists will say whatever the CIA tells them to say. And this happened in um, – Fake news. Nine eleven as well. Yeah, no, it yeah. is. It is. It's the it's, it's the genesis of fake news. Thanks. They did this. So the the whole thing with um, with Iraq and nine eleven and all that stuff. So what really happened with Iraq and nine eleven is that in nineteen seventy one Nixon made a deal on the side with these people, and he came out and said, "All right." So um, he goes to France and says, "All right, we're going to give you two Two hundred million U.S. dollars, and France says, "No, we like we want the gold." He said, "No, no, you don't want the gold. You want the U.S. dollars." Well, France eventually took the U.S. dollars, and the reason is the people that Nixon met with was uh, what later became known as OPEC. So we created the petrodollar in 1971. The reason the dollar has been so strong since then is the fact that it's what is used to buy oil. You have to have the U.S. dollar. Now, Saddam Hussein decided he hated the United States. So what he did was he he sold oil for the euro, which pissed off America to no end. And this was in like, I don't know, 98, 99, somewhere around then. So shortly after that, you have the um, 9-11 thing. And for some reason... Saddam Hussein, who has no connection to 9-11, we're suddenly in Iraq. So we go into Iraq and we take that whole thing over. We're trying to get – when I say we, it's not we. We have nothing to do with this. This is the CIA and the Correct. deep state that is running this crap. So they want to um, have an oil uh, – I don't know if it's oil or natural gas. There's something. There's a pipeline that they want to run through Syria. They also – wanted to do this uh, stuff in Libya. In Libya was against this, uh, Gaddafi. So under uh, Obama and Hillary Clinton, we went in there. They staged this Arab Spring like it was some kind of, uh, you know, people's revolt. But in actuality, when the Arab Spring ended, the first thing that happened was they set up a Rothschild's like Federal Reserve style bank, which is a total joke. So that that's what all of the wars are ultimately uh, ultimately about, and I feel like I've dragged on at this point. So, <laughs> it's gone all over the place. With this thing. So 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 it's interesting. After after 1977, so uh, there was this author John D. Marx. He writes an award winning book published in 1979, "The Search for the Manchurian Candidate," mm. um, disputing the CIA chief. Uh, Stanfield Turner's assurances about mind control programs. Um, there were actual victims or people that participated unwittingly uh, by the government. Some of them got payouts. Mm. Um, some of them, judges ruled, you know, they, they were forced. LSD was one of the uh, drugs that they used. Yep. And some judges said, you know, that's all garbage and threw the cases out. Hmm. Others were awarded money. Ah. You don't hear about these people these days, though. Nope. Absolutely not. No, they were tortured and then they were abducted by aliens. Mm. 
Something like that. <laughs> no, but, it's, but it's very interesting that the cuts, movies. That's another episode, Dave. Come on. Well, so, you know, so the listen same, to, same that's kind important, of thing. Stuff. It's important so, stuff. So, listen to this. From, from this project, there were a number of movies that came out because of the MK Ultra project The Killing Room, The Banshee Chapter, Jacob's Ladder. These are all movies out there. The Conspiracy Theory, The American Ultra, even the Jason Bourne stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In 2006, there was a movie co- uh, from Steven Seagal called The Shadow Man. You know, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Yep. Uh, is subjected to MK Ultra like mind control experiences. How about uh, Stranger Things? Yeah. Stranger Things is on there, too. No, that's a good show. To and this, that's a very and good show. And, um, there's been a slew of uh, TV, X-Files. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Um, so Chris you know? Carter, the creator of the X-Files, actually worked with high-ranking FBI official to write a lot of those episodes yeah. because he, he got that information. Now, what's interesting, too, and uh, since we're coming to the new year, we might as well throw out some some predictions. So I'm going to throw out a prediction. Go. And that is this. So – there's a certain – I'm not going to name them, but there's a certain family um, with a foundation and they're involved. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Wait a minute. That's another that's A another certain topic. foundation? A certain foundation. The reptilians. And so yeah. this, I can do that one nuts. later. Chris, pass your nuts. I want to taste some I'm gonna make a, I want to make a prediction. Go. So this certain family with a certain foundation, they've been around the world and – and man, do they do a lot to help children. Oh, do they? <laughs> Allegedly. What they actually do is they traffic children. So in Haiti, you had this earthquake and everything. They go to these third world countries and they traffic children to these other countries, these oil-rich companies, um, uh, countries uh, like Saudi Arabia would be a good one. That's why you see the Clintons and the Bushes are so uh, tight with Saudi Arabia. So they take these kids and they traffic them for human trafficking, sex trafficking. It happens here in the United States. It happens all over the world. All these kids go missing. What what a lot of people haven't paid attention to because of the brilliant way that this whole thing has gone down is that from the very beginning, um, the first week that Donald Trump was in office, he announced that uh, – Human trafficking was a huge problem in the United States and that he was going to tackle it. And it kind of, it got a little play on CNN and the other fake news networks, but they kind of played it down. You had Rep. Steve Scalise, who was the House Majority Whip, and he came out with an advertisement, um, trying to tell people like, hey, we're, we're passing these laws, get behind this human trafficking thing. He got shot a week later, you know, by coincidence and everything, which is fine. <clears throat> and so, as this whole thing has continued to go on, I've watched and I've seen, you know, they, they've started, it's, it's a shocking thing for a lot of people. So they've been breaking it out with this Weinstein and this just sort of groping and sexual harassment thing. But then interestingly, in December 21st, and a lot of people did not see this at all, President Trump signed an executive order that seized the monies and assets of people involved in, um, I believe, I'm trying to quote this as directly as I can, in serious uh, human rights violations or corruption. Whoa. And this was December 21st on 2017. Now what you've seen is a lot of airplanes suddenly are 
going out and then they're coming back. They're being diverted. There's stories like people are in this airport taking film and yeah, you know, there are people that. being yeah. pulled off of the planes. Yeah. They're human trafficking. Really? Yeah. This, the whole thing is about human trafficking. What? That's crazy. Wasn't, wasn't there a story just a few weeks back? Uh, the night that we uh, heard about all the police cars up in this area, Good that point. had to do with human trafficking. Yeah. Right on this very show. Holy yep. smokes. Yep. Yeah, so here in New Hampshire, and uh, also New Hampshire and Massachusetts throughout, we were recording an episode one night a couple of weeks ago, and it, the, a police alert came up. Um, and actually, right on Main Street in Plaster, which is it's a street I used to live on mm-hmm. um, just a year ago, and they went to this house. They went to houses in Londonderry. They went to houses in uh, Derry, Manchester, Nashua, Derry, so, Nashua, and uh, also in, in Massachusetts. And the only thing they ever released, nothing has followed up on this right. in case you haven't noticed. There's been no follow-up. But the unit, it was Department of Homeland Security that came in to do the sweep. And it was the exact unit that deals with a lot of human trafficking connected to Backpages.com. Oh. So the human trafficking, child trafficking, um, you know, sex slave stuff is – that's what's about to pop. And this year in 2018, I can promise you the pedophilia sex scandals are going to explode. Mm. Well, watch out for that on uh, fake news CNN. It won't. Wow. It's going to take a while for fake news CNN to catch up. You know, yeah. it's it's amazing that in our area, I mean, there was a large police force presence, and nobody right. heard anything about it. Mm-hmm. There was a little blip on the news. It's and done that was very it. quietly. Yeah. So I was, I was told there's a huge. Um, it's massive. Yeah. Right through uh, Burlington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it, that's like that's what's going on in, in Burlington. It's, it's like the hub. I promise you that's what's going on. They're yeah. taking down these human trafficking rings. And I think it's going to start around March. Um, it, it's going to start to come out. Good con- good conspiracy <laughs> topic there, Chief. <laughs> well, I yeah. picked it. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way from MK Ultra to <laughs> Woo! Well, it's a, it's a long room. rabbit hole that thing? we all just experienced. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my, my the cocktail weenie is about done here. I can't. I don't think I can get any more out of this one. I'm done. I'm already. I've okay. been done. done. So we're going to do the recap here. Yeah, let's uh, recap. We're, we're just going to wow. All think right. about that for a, for a recap. I it's love. I love this band. Isn't uh, this a beautiful band? It is a good band. Yeah. This band. Beautiful band with a big <clears throat> J on it. Yeah, I got mine stuck Very inside pretty. the burner phone here. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Keep that in a flip mm-hmm. book. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Okay, so let's go around and uh, recap this herf before we get. Uh, Signed off here, so go right ahead. Let's start with Nick. The nasty. Uh, I love the cigar. Nick the nasty. I love the cigar, and uh, I will be looking. Uh, I'll be on the lookout for more because I want. I want to oh. experience the whole Jay Grotto line. So, Paul from Rhode Island, thank you. Thank you very much. Nice, that was a great. Nice. That was absolutely great. Thought it was a Cuban, brother. So you you know you know mm-hmm. how I feel about it. Yeah. Well, thought it was a Cuban or an Opus. I actually thought it was kind of like a Cuban or an Opus. There you go. Let's go to Maddie. Yeah. I th- I'm, this cigar was outstanding. It was very, very good. Um, Paul Joyle, I've had a couple of his other uh, products. Everything he has is good. Guy's a great guy. Everything. Jay Grotto by it. It's awesome. There you go. I don't even sell it here, but I'm telling you, Jay Grotto is awesome by it. Go get it. So you're going to start selling it? 
Um, you know, I, so it's, damn, why you got to put them on the spot for it, Dave? I don't know. Maybe no, 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 like, right. like retail secret, yeah. um, shelf space is tough. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you got so, it already packed, it's yeah. tough to bring in you new have, stuff. You have the whole world competing for things yep. and you believe only- like, like that. I would love to have this brand and, and I'll probably try to find a way to bring it in maybe like before, uh, the session go down for, uh, pedophilia. <laughs> <and traffic. laughs> I'd like wow. to have it in before what then, a, but we're looking at maybe June. Yeah. So, but no, uh, great cigar, great line and awesome. Beautiful. Nice R- job. Ricky, Rick. we know what you think of it because you brought it. I did bring it, but I want to say a, a very special thank you to Tino, Sean yes. and Penny. But introducing me be, um, to the cigar because I did not know who Paul Joyle was. And it's a cigar that I haven't seen in many places, you know, in this area. I'm not going to say I wasn't a little bit skittish of bringing it here because you guys know so much about cigars and you're all pretty much, you know, you smoke. are a bunch of hacks, remember? You are a bunch of hacks, <laughs> but you smoke, you know, medium yeah. to full cigars and I'm a weenie when it comes to cigar smoking, so I'm glad everybody enjoyed it. Absolutely. And an absolutely fabulous cigar. So uh, let's see about the peanut gallery over here. <laughs> Gentlemen? Yeah, it was definitely a, um, a cigar that was complex. It was, it was really enjoyable. I liked it. For a guy that smokes really medium to heavy bodied cigars, this was, um, it was just a great cigar. I'd, I'd love to have some more. Okay, and I've. Uh, had the Jay Grotto line before, the uh, Reserve and whatnot, and yeah. I really liked it, and I don't see it very often. My brother-in-law knew that because I talked about it before, <laughs> and so he got me some. So I'm beautiful. I'm, I'm all excited about no, that. you won't be I disappointed. No, nope, Very nope, good. I won't be. All right. So let's uh, go to the, uh, the rollout here. We have to thank the panel. Let's just hit the little button here and get some music going. Well, thanks to the panel. Oh, you're very welcome. Oh, yeah. okay. Thank you very much for having me again. Oh, yeah. Nurse Rick is always good to have as a special stand-in guest host. The, the gentleman in the, in the gallery over here, we got Reverend Harvey and... Reverend Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank hey, you. Javi, which Bless church you, are you? Son. Thank you. Which church actually <laughs> do you come from? Cigar church. Friday nights here. You can do your confessional with Reverend Javi. There you go. And we have to thank the listeners who we have, you know, 20, maybe we got 22 now. That's 23. Kind of, actually, it's going to be 23 because those people up there are going to be looking okay. for this podcast. That's good. That's good. Uh, so that's uh, thanks to the listeners for hanging out with us for this long, and uh, we'll see you next time on The Cigar Hacks. Remember, you can find us all over the internet and all those places. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. everything. Yeah, and cigarhacks.com. And, Dave. of course, you can get us on the old iTunes and uh, yeah, Google oh, Play Music, too. Can you, can you do the awesome catchphrase? The catchphrase. The catchphrase is yeah. "A plumbin's a humming." Yeah. No, that's not the catchphrase. <laughs> Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>